Welcome back, everyone, to part two of the Outdoor Wise Brand Podcast with Joseph. Part one was an absolute ball making and going back and editing and doing all that stuff. It was fantastic. I I was rolling laughing. Uh, the second one, I think we've got even more laughs in it. A lot of a lot of educational stuff too. We enjoyed it, so um, I hope you guys enjoy it just as much as we did. So here you go. This episode of the Outdoor Waja Brand Podcast is brought to you by Deer Thirty Minerals. This ain't your grandpa's salt lick. Yeah, so I used, I don't know what you do call that kind of rest. You know, you know what I'm talking about the two. Yep. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't a drop away. No, no, just like a regular. It was just a little prong. A little prong. Prong with you two just little, rest the arrow in. On, yeah. You know, in it. Little. Uh, was it a plastic? No, no, it was metal. Was it? You know, it has a little spring. Like it, you can actually push it down. I think I remember that because I used to shoot. Yeah. Uh, remember up. the days when I carried the recurve with flu flu arrows. Oh yeah. Recurve with flu flu arrows, and I would, we would, jump in a John boat. And just float around the pond and poop. shoot fish, shoot frogs, frogs, and just pin them to the bank. And that way we would make a big old loop. And I had like thirty arrows, and we would just, I would just shoot frogs, nice. and we would make a big loop, pull up, pull the air out with the frogs on it, and if they weren't dead, you know, yeah, do the deed, in the frog and pull the arrow. But so what? What bow did? What bow do you shoot? Right now, I have just like a 2015 uh, Hoyt Element. It, it's the yeah. I, the highest end or one of the highest ends for those years. Um, yeah. I mean, it still shoots really good, and I like it. And Have you looked up the price of those now? Uh, Now, no, but they were – I mean, it was like a $1,200 bow, I think. Yeah. Um, and a friend of mine had it for a few years, and I just bought it from him. Um, yeah. I I probably need to get a uh, I don't know I might get a new bow but uh, I'll probably just maybe just restring it after the season or something. Yeah. I mean it just still shoots straight. I love Hoyt, man. I've, I I I really do. I've shot PSE and Bear, and uh, this is my second Hoyt. Yeah. I I just like him. Cause we, me and Joey used to shoot. Well, you still shoot a bear. Yep. And uh, it's an O nine. An 09. Boom. Freshly strung 09. I mean, it still shoots. Yeah. Still. Man, it's it's uh it's it's a little projectile, you know, make, yeah. maker. Like it's it's some are more quieter, some are faster, this and that. But I mean as yeah. long as it's good to shoot straight, I'm you know, I'm I'm a little more like kinda old school just Yeah, I'm but you know I'm with you. And that's well some people every year get a new bow all you know, all the time. It's like I, I just don't there ain't no you don't have to, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't like the status of it. If it's like that's what it is, yeah. that's what it is. Don't because I mean, if I bought a brand new Matthews just came out with the 2023 line, I think wow. a couple months ago, and those are still fifteen, eighteen hundred dollar bows. And I was like, yeah, bro, Fred Bear shot a bow. He, he killed a Kate Buffalo. <clears throat> Kate Buffalo. I remind people of that every day. They're like, with man, wood with wood, you know, uh, glossy wood. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and a buffalo plaid jacket yeah. and yeah. some sort of that. Red toboggan hat up there that got yeah. covers your ears and stuff like that. I mean he, I mean he was a pioneer and mm-hmm. I've like uh, I just they switched. didn't have camo back then either. I mean they just yeah you know, you know I mean they were just wearing regular yeah you know regular boots and and work kind of pants and plaids and uh, you know their little rimmed hats and stuff. yeah <laughs> and that stuff. was that was it. I mean now 
nowadays there's there's a whole lot more hunters than there was back in his time and stuff. But I mean, it's still like like a I shot a Rage Rage Broadhead for years, mm-hmm. for years, and I was like, you're only limited to so many shots, shot angles with mm-hmm. the Rage. So I was like, okay, if there's a deer, a a, a one forty one fifty class buck quartering to me. I'm not going to put a rage yeah. in the front of the shoulder brisket pocket. There's mm-hmm. no way I'm going to do it. There's no way a rage is going to expand. I mean, it may. Yeah. I don't know whether you're shooting a two-blade or a three-blade rage. It may expand and go through those those bones. It could, but it it's... I'm not taking that yeah. chance. Yeah. I switched to a Magnus Stinger Broadhead because I want something that is going to drive in yeah. and go through. And I've shot several, several deer with a Rage Broadhead. Mm-hmm. But those deer have offered me very, very... Better shots, yeah. Yes, perfect broadside shots, and I've made perfect shots on I'm not bragging, perfect shots on them. But I was like, I've, met, I've killed so many deer with them. I've had so many perfect shots. I was like, this year's going to change whether I shoot a deer or not. I was like, the deer of a lifetime is going to step out at 10 yards, and he's never going to offer me a broadside shot. So that's just the way it's going to be. And I was like, I've got to switch broadheads. Because, yeah. I mean, if I'm hunting on the ground, just like the hunting public, I mean, them guys, like uh, Zach on the hunting public, yeah. dude, don't hunt from no tree stand. I mean, he nope. shoots deer at 10 yards from, from here to my wife's yep. vehicle. I probably 90% of my hunting is on the ground. Is it really? Yeah. Been yeah, successful I'd... doing it? Yeah. I mean, again, I'm not, I'm not just, you know, brown is down. I mean, I, I yeah. Um, I don't know. I just enjoy all the hunting, so like I'm not I'm not just looking for a big buck, but um, I'm something not, that you're like. Yeah, okay. I'm just a good a good doe, even just a good you know two or three and a half year old you know oh, yeah. good buck. I mean, it's just still Absolutely. so cool to, especially from the ground or very relatively primitively and and yeah, trying to capture on film and all that stuff. I, it's it's just not old yet. Um, I I've been. I mean, I've bow hunted. What I mean, twenty some twenty. Five years. Oh yeah, Long I time. guess. And um, um, I really, I just shot my first deer about six years ago, I think, or seven years yeah. ago, something, something like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I shot a bunch of pigs. I've gone a lot of deer hunting, and um, you know, I think I've not recovered one or two, and you know, it happens. But that's the bad thing about bow hunting, man. Is yeah. that it could just be a they they heard you too fast and dropped yeah. your arrow. yeah <laughs> it's, it's it's crazy and and you just picked up on it joey like i mean you've been hunting before but you're just now getting back into the whole oh yeah the whole scene I've, and stuff I've re-picked it up yeah re yeah re-picked it up and i mean it's like like me i went out last weekend and uh right at daylight had some does come running in on me and stuff like that well i heard a, a twig break back behind me so I've already got my bow out, and I'm getting ready to schlock one of these big old llama heads here. And I just slowly turn my head over to my right. Well, it's that it's that raggedy old five-pointer that we've seen during velvet season. And, dude, he got my he got my heart rate up. And I was like, I'm getting ready to draw back on this deer because it's the first year I've hunted out of a saddle and sitting in a platform and climbing sticks and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this deer's eight yards from me. I was like, I don't even have to lower my pin. I ain't got to do anything because by the time the bow goes off, there's no way he's dipping. Yeah. And I was like, man, 
I need to do it. But then again, I was like, there's bigger deer around here. Yeah. I just, I, I let him do his thing, but it's, bow hunting is so hard. And especially when they're, I don't, I don't shoot past 30 yards very, very no. rarely. Because if I get a deer 30 yards, even if it is a, a very mature buck, a very good buck, I like, I like getting them in close. I just, I like beating their senses and getting yeah. within their, their, their little bubble that they have, especially, I mean, during the rut, you can have a deer walk right up to you and he's got a nose to the ground. He'll go right by you. But early season, they're on a pattern. They have no idea what's going on. They're just eating acorns. They're just moseying along. It's just, it's the art for me. I think it is. And beating a deer's senses. Exactly. And getting me, it, it just like a turkey. I mean, you've seen that this year. We was, what, 20 years, 20 yards from that long beard. And by the time we both seen him, by the time you seen him, he was already. It was too late. Mm. Yeah. He was gone. There was no way that we could. If I would have blinked, I would have missed him. Yeah. It's just just like getting a long beard within shotgun range, mm-hmm. 30 yards. I mean, some guys can shoot them out to 80. There ain't no sport in that. I'll just be straight up with you. If you can shoot a turkey at 80 yards, no, that, that's that's a joke. Yeah. I ain't about that one. Get him yeah. within 30, 30 40 yards. Most, yeah. yeah. I want to see a turkey blink, and then I'm like, okay, I can take off the top of your cantaloupe, and we'll be great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. yeah. But that's – dude, you shoot a bow, no release. Have you ever shot a release? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had a uh, Carter competition, you know, a thumb, a thumb um, release, and, yeah. and I, I've used trigger before. I have. Um, it's been a, it's been a long, long time. Back and you don't use sights. So what's your what's your anchor point? Your anchor point. Where do you? Uh, so, like most people, or like you know, like Tim Wells is one of my just you know oh, guys I go off of. Yeah, they're they're back, and it's and it's right here. Yep, you know. And they're looking above the arrow. Yep. And again, I, I, it's not the right way. I wouldn't recommend people doing it, like you know, starting out or something. I've got a good friend of mine back home. He's he's getting a bow in really soon, and I'm gonna be like kind of helping him out, you know. And I was like, man, you know, no, you're like, if you're like a deer hunter and you're like, like especially a big game hunter, you should use sights. I'm not saying you should, you know, you you should do what yeah. I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, I've just done it so long, and I really hunted you know pest and and little smaller game yeah. and hogs and stuff like that and and i wanted to be faster and, and it is fast i mean I, it's literally just oh, an arrow is. right on and boom yeah then you know like it's, it is harder to squirrel hunt or something like with you know if you're messing with sites and, yeah, oh, and, yeah. and release stuff but um yeah that's how i uh, do it i i pull back and the I have all my arrows twisted the exact same way. Um, the fletching mm-hmm. is like I'm trying to think how it is. It's like it, it's it's like this. So my literally the fletching on um, the top one mm-hmm. would be r- right here at my eye. Run the so I corner hold of your it. Eye. I hold it like this. I'm looking sideways on, on okay. the arrow. Yeah, not like this. Yep, not like that. So it's like this. Um, which kind of requires a little longer drawing because you're here, not 
right here. Yep. That's how I do it. I've been doing it for a long time too. I'm gonna have to pay attention to your videos now because I. Yeah. That that intro that he was showing me was you you shooting. I'm guessing a squirrel out of the tree. I, it depends. I guess. It was a while bit. ago. It was a few months ago. Okay. I watched a, I watched a few of your videos and I yeah. I noticed that. I didn't. Yeah, even, yeah. There was even, no release. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't even it's, pick it's, up on that. Yeah. You just that's crazy. You just drew that back and let that thing go. Yeah. Dude. It's all instinct. There's no mechan- like. There's no science to it. It's just uh, you've done so long. You like that looks right. And yeah, shoot. I guess I guess I can. And I mean, that. I'm you know, and I'm 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 not the best shot, but I mean, I I I, I really don't take shots I'm not comfortable with, and, and that a oh, lot yeah. of time when you're talking about yep. the thirty yards, like I really do do that. I've I've made some long, stupid long shots. Yeah, before. I've made some. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm I'm I have missed a lot. I I don't. I just don't chuck arrows like I used to, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I really am pretty calculated in that. Um, it is fun. I mean, like, it's even, to me, it's even funner because it's it's almost like a, it's unpredictable, but it's like, it's like this, it's a thing in my brain, but it's not like a, a calculated thing, though. Yeah, it's all, it's, in, it's just anything instinct. Anything past 40 yards for me, it all becomes psychological. Because then I draw back and I'm like, okay, this deer could. And dip. you're looking at this pin that's like, you know, yeah. And sure. your arrow's got to go like this, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. this doesn't look right. Yeah, I'm gonna, but then you shoot under them every time or something. Oh yeah, and man, I don't know how many deer I've shot, shot at. I mean, I have shot deer and they've dipped, and I've made horrible shots mm. between the spine and the lungs because you know there's there's that pocket right there, mm. and the arrow makes a complete pass through, and you're like, oh man, I just that is just, when rage comes in handy. But yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, and then if he, if if there's a deer, I doe, mean, you can hit him like a broadside. You can hit him many places, and they'll they'll. they'll oh out. yeah, and that's because I shot that I shot that deer right there. Yeah, last year with a three blade rage, and I think it was an inch and a half cut. I mean, I shot him at thirty thirty one yards. He ran out in, into the middle of the hayfield and just stood there, and I mean, I'm just watching there. Just he's just pumping blood. And he just falls over. And I was like, that's the eighth deer I've watched fall over with a rage. But I was like, he offered me a perfect shot. Yeah. yeah. And if he was anything more than 30, because I figured out with those rage, those three blades, mm-hmm. when you shoot them at 30 yards within, 30 yards and closer, they don't whistle. Or it's not a bad whistle because it's just not mm-hmm. as long. Yeah. But I figured out when you shoot them from from where my bow target is to the front of my truck is is 22 yards and then from my bow target to my mailbox is 55 yards and when i shoot that it's just Mm. and it hits the target and i'm like okay so i'm a deer that's you shooting all probably you you probably are getting some echo from the house and fence kind of thing everywhere that might be anyway yeah you know you're right but it's those those how they're designed they they have that yeah and they just that sound probably yeah. when you look at them in your hand and you're looking right down it there's no way that you're like oh man this thing's gonna it's gonna be perfect i mean they whistle the way they're built you can you can already see whether you're smart or not that thing's gonna capture wind and it's gonna make some sort of sound yeah and it i don't know if it was like you said the the echo or what but there was a whistle there at 55 yards and i was like 
I don't, I mean, I could have a, a buck of a lifetime walk out. And those Magnus stingers, dude, I mean, they're not as big as a cut. Obviously, I mean, the rage is what? Inch and an eighth to two inches, two blade? Two blade rage is two inch cut? Yeah, two that's inches. what I shoot is two inch. Or two blade. Yeah, so yeah, I mean. That's what, I, that's what I'm doing right now. I've shot muzzies a lot back in the day. Um, I can't get muzzies a fly rot. Really? Even even altering since I've, I've fletched my own. Mm-hmm. I've wasted so many arrows because them things are just so off track. Huh. I can't get muzzies to fly rot. And a lot of people... A lot of people can't get them to fly right, even if you true your veins, yeah. true your broadheads to your veins, so screw the broadheads in and then vein your arrows, I still can't do it. And I, that's why I started shooting four veins, because it was more air capturing on a either a, uh, a two-blade broadhead or a three-blade, like a, a Muzzy or a G5 Montec or whatever yeah. it is. They just they, they wouldn't do it. And then, you know, uh, Montecs, They've got, uh, I, I guess they're the machined. I've got one laying over there somewhere. Yeah, I, I see it right now. They're they're hot, well not hollowed out, but the blades are just a piece of steel. Yeah. And then they make the Montex that are solid steel. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. The Montex fly high. The hollowed out Montex fly high. But when you get the solid steel Montex, they fly even higher. And I'm thinking that's because I'm shooting too light of a broadhead, a 100-grain broadhead, hmm. and they're capturing too much air and they're picking up, and I'm not shooting big enough veins. It's a science, dude. Yeah, that's why I said <laughs> earlier you were talking a different language than what it's, I was yeah. speaking. It's I've crazy. gotten into some of that. I guess over the years I've just kind of, you know, it's fun to geek out and really like you know get all this to the science, but it, I mean it's it is it is very interesting because <clears throat> those Magnus stingers I've had to change my whole sight setup just to shoot them. Really? Because when I shoot my hundred grain field tips, I'm like a foot a foot higher than what those Magnus are shooting. So if I want to put on field tips and just practice shoot, I'll have to lower my sights to whatever that. Wow a quarter inch or whatever it is to match my field tips. It is a science and it will drive you up the wall. I mean, I've lost sleep over it. I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, okay, man, if I shoot this deer with this Magnus, what's this? But the rage flew perfect. I've killed several deer with them, yeah. but it's just a shot opportunity. that if right. it does arise, if I'm on the ground walking in yeah. during the rut, I see a doe run by and the buck comes by at 20 yards and he's, not going to offer me a quarter yeah. or a broadside shot, man. I got to I got to blow through that shoulder. I got to get that heart. I got to get them lungs. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it is fun to think about, but it will it will keep you awake at night. I guess. So have have you always shot rage? No, um, I don't know the past four or five, three, four or five years. Yeah, but um, I mean, I shoot. So I I have some fixed blade with me too. Yeah. In a quiver, I've got like nine arrows in my quiver. Uh, again, I'm I'm a, like a, I'll, I'll get distracted and shoot the squirrels like when I'm you know. Uh, that's, I mean I'm a I'm a I'm not an annoying hunter, but like I you know. I don't know. It's just it's all kind of game to me, and uh, I'm with you. Yeah, there, and I've got on some of my videos. I'll have it. I'll have some squirrel shots on. There's just so many of them around. It's like I gotta you know. It's target practice. Oh yeah. You know, quit eating my corn kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I pinned yeah. a bunch of the ground 
It's it's kind of fun. It's I shot one squirrel, one time. It was way up in a tree. I didn't think about nothing. I drew back and I was like, oh. Shot him and got him. Arrow stuck about thirty feet up in the tree with the squirrel pinned to it, and I was like, how the hell am I gonna get that squirrel down? <laughs> I felt really bad because I've always. What you kill is what you eat. Yeah. That's how, that's how I was raised. Yeah, I pinned that squirrel, and I still feel bad to this day. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it was... Tree rats. It's Yeah, yeah, tree rats. <laughs> but it's... Uh, dude, it's fun. Archery hunting. It's just... It's a blast. And it's... Last year I shot a doe at 120 yards. With a bow? No. Okay. No, the rifle. Say, you, you gotta no, I know clear. a guy. I know a guy that will kill a that will kill a deer at 120 yards. Yeah, with a bow. And he some is some of a, those bows. I mean, they're so fast, and I mean, they're they're very. They're, dude, it's see. I don't understand. Like, Dad shoots a 1994 Hoyt, the year I was born, 28 years ago. Yeah. And it is the fastest bow I've ever seen on this planet. Really, and he's got like parallel limbs. It's nothing like you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The limbs nowadays where they're almost ninety degrees. I mean, he's shooting almost parallel limbs, and I mean it's it's loud, but by the time they hear the sound, mm-hmm. dude, that bow is moving. <laughs> yeah, that bow is moving astronomically fast. Yeah, I, I remember some of those. Uh, we had a lot of bear bows, like the, I'm guessing, earlier 90s, you know, bear oh, bows. Yeah. Same. And uh, believe it or not, though, they were actually kind of quiet, but they weren't the fastest, I guess. But, it I mean, was... they, they work. Uh, I, uh, you know, I'll mention, like, Ted Nugent again. Just uh, for some reason, my mind, but he's like, man, we're, we're just out here with a bunch of sharp sticks and things to, you know. Yeah, like, like it, yeah man. It, 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 a lot of this does matter, and it's really fun to geek out, but, like, I try to find the balance of just, you know. Yeah. Uh, do You know, using what I what I do have, you know, because some, yeah. I'll, I'll bring, you know, junk arrows with me just to, you know, if I need to yeah. shoot shoot something, not find the arrow kind of thing. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll my, my, I think my brother once, he shot a he shot a doe with like a broadhead that he'd stuck in the dirt like three times. Yeah, you know just <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. So oh yeah. Just now, obviously, there's a balance. You don't want to be you know wounding things or just not being like stewarding what yeah. what we have. But yeah, <laughs> I mean I'm at I'm at fault for that. I mean, like a rage. I've shot that nine pointer right there and two does before that deer. I've shot with the same broadhead. Because yeah. I was like, it's it's a rage broadhead. I mean, I know I can get different blades for it, but I was like, they're yeah. still going to expand. They're still going to cut. And oh, I've yeah. shot three deer with the same rage, and I've you drove can. them into yeah. all sorts of God's creation in the ground. And I, it's, yeah. it's still done a fantastic I'll sometimes job. just bu- I'll buffer the, 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 the yeah, just blades kind of, sometimes to get them a little back, I've got a little right. I've got a little whetstone over yeah. there that I just – put a pinch of Copenhagen in and spit on it and sharpen some blades here and there. But, I mean, that's – it's – archery hunting is just – it's something that reminds you of the past. Yeah. Getting in close and defeating the senses of an animal. It's great. When you'd bow fish – sorry to interrupt you. When you bow oh, fish, 
did you use sights? You said you bow fish, right, and stuff. No? Oh yeah, it's just yeah, like what you said. It's all uh, instinct. Yeah, I'm saying you're, you. Know, so you you just look down the arrow, basically. It's right. Draw back, and uh, you've got what is it? Is it called the reflection? Refraction. Refraction of the water. Yeah. So I mean, carp is ten feet from you. I'm going to aim six six right, inches right, below right, him. Right. But what is the aim? Is what I'm saying. Like it was just it, no sights on it, no release. It's just uh. I usually like some of those um, what is it like Matthew's Genesis kind of bow stuff, you know the the bow fishing yeah. you know, kind of bows. Yeah, like it's that, uh, or, um, I want to get an Oneida. I've so got a buddy that has an an, an Oneida. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, I think that'll be right up my alley. Years. Yeah. It's great. Uh, bow fishing? I don't know. It's when I draw back, it's yeah. You're not using pins. You're looking down. You're looking I'm down looking the arrow the, of some degree. Because just judging where it should go and yeah, releasing, right? I was, well, yeah, whenever I draw back, I always touch, I always pull my lip back just yeah. a tad. Yeah, that, that's what I do. Yeah. And the tip of the arrow, I'm looking at the tip of the arrow, mm-hmm. so I'm about eight inches below the fish. So realistically, I'm yeah. about six inches below the fish. Yeah. It's, but bow fishing, I mean, you shoot a hundred times a night. You pick up on the first six shots. You're like, okay, I shot over that fish. And you know, when it hits water, it just slows down dramatically. So you're like, okay, you can you can literally watch your arrow hit the water and go just above the fish, and then he takes off. So yeah, it's it's all just there's no sights. It's I'm just looking at the the tip of my arrow. Yeah. Oh, that's, man, that's what I do. It's so much work. A lot of guys are like, oh man, it's just bow fishing. You just draw back and shoot a fish. Well, it's. Mm-hmm. It is a lot of work, and especially if you're knocking the rust off like the first time of the year, mm-hmm. and you're not used to drawing back and shooting that way within half a second or a second. Yeah, yeah, your dude, your arm will get blistered. Oh, with that string, so bad. It's not even fun. At one point, I had to like stop. Yeah, because it was like <laughs> I could hold my arm out and shoot, and it, my arm was sticking out like two inches. It was so. What's it? Swollen? Swollen? Weltered? Am I, am I your dictionary what? now? <laughs> well, you know these words. <laughs> what? what kind of bows were they? Like, yeah, I've, I've never really had that problem much, you know, hitting. Uh, well, then, like. There's just a new a bow that you were not really familiar, you know, you don't, you don't shoot a whole lot or well, familiar the f- with. The first bow I ever shot in my life is, is my go-to bow fishing bow. Okay. I've got so much money. More money sunk into that bow than I do actually my my white tail bow, and it's just with with the setup, the rails, and all that, the string, the arrows, everything, the knocks, the stops. But them fish, you, you just can't go and stop them fish. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, them things like on on my boat, like before you leave, check it out. You need to come up next spring. Let's go bow fishing. I'm already. I already was talking to guy up at social, and I was like, "I'll be up here in the spring. I'll get. I'll get with you on another date." <laughs> Dude, it's. I mean, bow fishing is absolutely addicting. But I yeah. mean, those fish are coming. We're we're trolling into a a little slough, so I mean, you're full steam ahead, and then you're you're going by the carp. Mm. It's the rotation of your wrist going mm. left and right. Oh, yeah. I've bow fished a whole lot, and, and I mean, and that's how I shoot bow all the time. Is is kind of you know, it's just by pull back, 
how it gets my arm is in the heat of the moment. Oh. I draw, I draw back, and I just go, and I pull the whole bow over. So therefore, the string is still holding here, and that's right. how that's how my bow has blown up on me four times before. Because mm. I just I pull it off the freaking limbs, I pulled off the cams and stuff, oh, man. and when I let go, it just catches right about mid bicep and just rip down to the wrist. Oh, dude, dude it's not, horrendous. I've never had that happen, really. Oh, I've. It's bad. <laughs> dude, it hurts so bad. <laughs> it hurts so but bad. But it's so fun. I've, it, I've never had that problem. It's so fun. I, so so we, we always carry like two or three bows with us, like spare yeah. bows. So I don't know how many times I've been out on the water and boom, that thing blow up. And I'm like, the, you know, of course the string whips you across the face and stuff and you hunker down and you're rubbing your eye because you just got whipped with 60 pounds worth of bowstring. Throw that bow down, tuck it up, throw it up underneath the seat and grab your second bow. Never, I, that's and start rocking and rolling. I've never had that happen. That's funny. It's it's bad. It's uh all the people I go with usually carry two bows, two bows, yeah, yeah. maybe three. Just I mean, you never know. I'm, I've got a bad knack of blowing up bows, and it's the one bow I've had since I was nine years old. I'll blow it up and I'll blow screws out of it, and the sight will, the rest, and everything will blow off of it. And sometimes you got to swim, but. <laughs> Pick it back up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Swim back down eight, nine feet just to grab your reel because it, it just completely shattered your bow. Yeah. I'm, I'm, it's, it's not here. I've got duct tape on it, like holding the handle together and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, it could mm. possibly blow apart on the handle now. I think that's, if it blows apart next spring, it'll be the sixth time. Mm. Yeah. I've replaced it. I, I learned something every day. Like $300 worth of just two limb bolts. Because wow. I mean, them <laughs> things just rip the whole threads out. You gotta get them re, you gotta get them re-threaded and re-dyed and stuff. And we got a guy up here in town, bring my bow and be like, hey man, you gotta re-thread these things. He's like, dude, you've got like two more blowouts and you're done. So, no, we'll use some some tendon or something like that and strap them things in. <laughs> some buffalo tendon, <laughs> Furby tendon, <laughs> yeah, Furby tendon, Furby tendon. Joseph head back Call out back. west. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fine. But it's. Yeah, if you uh, if you want to come up here, I I would. April, let's do it. Usually, and usually it's uh, the first week in a turkey season when it's usually pretty good here. Carp start spawning and stuff like that. You just get into them. So, fish, bow fishing and turkeys. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I don't know if my wife will be happy with that, but we'll turkey hunt of a morning. Yeah, they'll just bow fish the rest of the day. Yeah, the rest of the day. Yeah, she won't. Social brew in the evening. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Social brew <laughs> no, in the dark. Fun. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a good time. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff to do up here, especially during the spring. I mean, turkey season, you can go. And if we're not doing any good bow fishing, I know a few crappie spots. We'll just go hit some crappie, and we'll come back here and eat some good slabs. So That sounds like ball. I'm not a good fisherman at all. I'm a better Same. woodsman. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I can't agree on that part. I'm I, – I just go outside sometimes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> 98 degrees. I'm going back in. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of us like that one. I, I love fishing. I just, I don't do it a whole lot. Um, it's, it's fun. I grew, grew up on a four acre pond that we built. Yeah. And we'd fish it some, but just, we didn't really, I don't know. It's, I just was always chasing squirrels and there's just something, that, something about the woods. Because my dad tried to get me into fishing. He was like, yeah, man, you can put this this plastic bait on here and throw it out there. And I do that 
20 times and he'd be sitting up there watching Sunday football or something like that. I was like, okay, oh, mm-hmm. this sucks. Yeah, it, I I do like good bass fishing. It, like it, that's that's mine. That's just largemouth bass. Yeah, when they're when they're biting and when they're going, it's so fun. That is really cool. Um, it is fun. But like, I mean, for food, you know, cat. I love catfish, but it's just so boring. Like you know, waiting. But uh, lots of a lot of times we'll go on the sandbar and just throw some you know. You know, poles or limb lines yeah, out for with some catfish, and then Vienna we'll sausage on it, and we'll literally catch them and eat them right, right there. That it, yeah, right, right then over the fire. That's fun. That is, yeah, and likewise, you have to come down some. I don't have a whole lot of property. I'm trying to get into some more and stuff. There's definitely a lot of a lot of public land down there too. Yeah, but, um, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to give that a whirl because I mean, I've got I've got property up here, but. 99 percent of these these farmers and stuff like that won't let anybody on it oh, yeah. won't let anybody hunt but me and like dad right so i mean we're this deer season we got uh we got drawn for public land up here so we're gonna give that a whirl some yeah. some good deer that come off of it we're gonna give it a whirl this year oh, yeah. so uh the, i think the last podcast we talked about was if we got drawn for it yeah so yeah, yeah, we actually got drawn for them this year. Oh, good. Uh, it's local, but better than nothing. Works again. You never know until you, yeah, try it out. Yep. And we have I've I've got some some old timer friends and stuff, and they're like, oh, there man, there's some there's some big deer. If you can if you can withstand the people, and get into the thickets, you get some good deer. And don't tell the secrets. Hunt the roads, people. <laughs> yeah. Hunt the roads. Stay up next to camp and hunt the roads. <laughs> but uh, I mean, that's that's the secret anywhere you go, really. Is now there is some big bucks that do hug the roads because they can see people, they can smell people, they know exactly what's going on, and they move it just before dark. But then again, if you get far enough off the road where people don't go, they're not where you thinking about that or worried about it yeah that's right it's 50 50 you want to hunt next to camp because then bucks know yeah there ain't gonna be no one hunting right here i don't smell anybody if i smell someone it's just a four or five hundred yard drift of a scent of someone they're like oh i'm fine here that's a funny thing about georgia i would maybe not the whole state but where i'm at yeah scent is just not a big thing there's so much I mean, they smell humans all the time, yeah. and I know they can smell, you know, fresher stuff or what, but like it's just not that problem there much. I don't know why. Yeah, it's. Well, uh, you ever watch Seek One? No. On YouTube? I don't, I don't think so. Seek Maybe. One, dude. They hunt the suburbs oh, of see, Atlanta. Oh, yeah. I was talking with yeah somebody the, uh, yesterday about that. That you know some some of the best hunting is in very. You know, it's it's in it's in your backyard. Yeah, I mean the people that are listening to this know where I live, and the people that the people that know that they know already that I've got some good deer that walk through this backyard. It's like once every two months, but I'm I mean I've got a neighbor here. I can't pay off my back porch without a neighbor seeing me. So yeah, I live not in the yeah I live in the city. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're 
Yeah. You can shoot a buddy in the city. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, you can you can oh, track, him, uh, track a blood trail across, you know, oh, anybody's absolutely. backyard, you know. I told my wife, I said, if there's a good buck coming out here, I said, you don't, I will shoot that thing in my underwear. I don't care. <laughs> I said, and when I go to track it, I said, I will be knocking on everyone's door. And I said, yeah. if they don't allow it. I want to see like the the ring on on, on yes. <laughs> underwear yeah. hunter with a bow? Yeah, probably a little bit of blood on his yeah. feet, like tracking. I'm hey, out. I need to cross your shorts. <laughs> Did you see? Or hey, can I get the footage of yeah. your ring? Did it yeah. go this way? I'm gonna put on my most comfortable underwear, which is a Duluth Duluth trading underwear. I'm gonna put on my mugs. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. And not yeah. Not I always not say yet. that. If I shoot a deer in my Duluth underwear, I promise I will take. I laid out Duluth for tonight. To sleep in? <laughs> when you, you lay out clothes before bed? You lay out underwear before Und- bed? <laughs> you yeah, that's a better question. <laughs> when you boys leave, I'm putting on Duluth. And if I shoot a deer tomorrow, you boys best believe you're getting a picture with the, a man in Duluth underwear holding probably a slick head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hashtag bless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I told her, I was like, if I get up at 7 a.m. and our daughter's late to school, it's probably because I shot a deer in the backyard, mm-hmm. and I don't care at all because she's gonna be right there with me, even 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 at a year and a half old. Yeah, I mean she has to go with me. I can't leave her in the house by herself. So <laughs> that's so funny. That's oh, it's perfect. I can't wait. We've had a of a, a harem of does come through the backyard almost every evening. T- tonight's nice. the first night that she, the big one hasn't came through. Mm-hmm. Mom said there was a few little ones. Cool. Tomorrow yeah. night, yeah, we're stacking them like corkwood, <laughs> well, cordwood. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, so my little, uh, my four and a half year old, you know, buddy, he's a, uh, he's he's got his little bow and some arrows, and he's he's that is so he's awesome. Just he's he's shooting. We had, uh, I think. My wife was gone somewhere, and she's like, "There's, you know, there's a pizza or something." We I put it together, yeah. and the the cardboard, you know, under the pizza, you know, what I'm talking about. It's just basically yeah, that, a piece of cardboard, that circle piece. Yeah, the circle yeah. piece. Yeah, and I was like, "This the would be a good wall. target for you." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he wore that thing out. And, yes, and, uh, and you know, he's been hunting with me and everything, and uh, but the the it's starting to click. They're like, "Okay, I have to really get good with this." Yeah, to because like I even. When we'll go, you know, I'll even go, I, I did one of my videos, we went squirrel hunting, and I, I mean, I brought my rifle, you know, 22, and um, he just brought his bow, it's just kind of that, like, hey, grab a weapon, we're going to go see, yeah. and and he's starting to get it, that like, hey, this is going to take a while, this is going to be a oh, yeah. gears, maybe, but I start out just basically like him, and uh, yeah, but your, 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 your kids will probably it's, go right along with that too so. I've, I think I've got my daughter obsessed with deer I was telling you at Social Brew it's the other night there was some them does that harem of does walked out yeah. and I go hey there's deer over here mm-hmm. and she goes deer 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 she walks up to the window so I rolled the blinds up and I was like you have to be quiet now there's deer out here she goes and she smashes her finger up against the back door, and she's like, "Deer!" Which about like, a year and a half, right? You said, "Yeah, yeah, a year and a half." And I was like, "Yeah, that's deer." I was like, "You have to be quiet." And she goes, "Deer!" 
<laughs> she just whispers it. But then, like, we'll be eating dinner or something like that, and I'll get up, and I'll go put some dishes in the sink. I'm like, my gosh, there's deer out here. And she's, deer? Deer? I'm like, shh, you have to be quiet. There's deer out here. And then she'll, she'll go, dad, dad, deer. Dad, dad, deer. And I'll let her down, and she'll, she'll walk over to the back window, and she'll go, deer. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes. So hopefully, hopefully she turns out like like yours. I mean, if not, yeah. Well, yeah. Either way, Myra, my my old older one, she she might. You know, it's just not a. Uh, it's not really like a. How would you how would you how would you say that she's not? She's a real like live wire, and it's just like you know you you're gonna have this is gonna have to <laughs> yeah. like <laughs> yeah. be patient to do this. Yeah, she doesn't have. Whole, well, I don't know. She doesn't have a whole lot of patience. She might. She'll probably. She'll probably be a better, like rifle shot. I don't know if she'll really yeah. do the whole bow thing much. I don't know. My, I'm trying to get my wife a, a deer with a bow. I mean, she's got a bow. Yeah. I mean, she. I mean, she's not a bow hunter, but she does hunt. You know. Yeah. Um, and, and she's, she hit a limb once. You know. And I'm filming her, and we're on the ground too. Like it's you know it's a whole lot harder hunting too. Um, and you know finally get the deer, and and I have it on camera. There's like this dead vine. We have big water vines down there in Georgia, and oh, it's yeah. just like it's about this big, <laughs> yeah. and, it's, and it's just hanging down. And anyway, it's <laughs> and it just, it just she murdered that <laughs> that, oh, that vine. Man, that's and that was. Uh, I hate when that happens, and that is so discouraging to a new bow hunter or a yeah an old bow. I've been hunter. telling her like when you find, when it happens, it'll be just so fun. It'll be so awesome. It's I mean, and, and I can't wait for that. And there's a huge sound difference too, and a lot of people don't understand that when you hit a deer just perfect broadside, you'll oh, hear it. I didn't really real. I, I don't know. It was different. Even hogs are different. But, but like when I shot, yeah, shot a, for a few deer. Um, it was it was like. You felt it, just like the, the it felt the sound wave for some reason. Yes, and it's it's like that a good solid hit. Is when like, you release it, and that that bow just goes, and you it's, like you it's hear a that small thud, and yeah, yeah, because you're so used to shooting targets or like dirt or something, you know, yeah. practicing, yeah. and you actually hit a good flat like you know, oh yeah, meat target, and it's just yeah. it's it's that solid thud, mm-hmm. and of course you got to watch the reaction afterwards, and it does help when you record it. Oh yeah. I mean, you can always look back at footage. I wish I had so much footage of of bucks I've shot and does I've shot that are like running back in your head, and you're like, "Yeah, I made a good shot on it." And your dad, like my dad, yeah, I shot an eight point one year. I was like, "Man, I smoked him." And dad looked at me and he was like, "What? No, you didn't." He's like, "That was horrible." And I was like, "No, man, I was, you know, I was aiming at the belly." Shot, he dipped, hit perfect. Dad, dad was like, no. No, you hit a little back. He said, you hit the pocket. He's like, I guarantee you. Mm. Well, we we let, let the deer sit for two hours, three hours, I think, two or three hours. Went back and, according to the blood, there was no bubbles. There was no mm. artery shot, no dark red blood. There was nothing. There was just... A little bit of blood, and then it stopped about 50 yards. And Dad was like, man, I'm telling you, hit a pocket. And I was like, man, I don't know. Wish what? wish I had footage so we both could look back on it and 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 actually yeah. 
justify if it was a good shot or not. And, like, last year, I remember I shot him uh, October 9th and went back the first the first weekend of the muzzleloader. And, and Dad's – Dad takes advantage of all, all, all the seasons. I mean, Dad's a – Dad's a meat eater. Yeah. And uh, he took his muzzleloader, took the bow out, and it was the first year I set up a decoy. Oh, yeah. Set a decoy up. And I was sitting in the tree stand, and Dad texted me and was like, all right, I'm climbing down. I'm going to work down the mountain and maybe push a deer or two towards you. And hopefully they see a decoy. He texted me and said, I'm just climbing down. Texted him back and said, all right, I'm sitting here. I'll just wait on you until you come around the ridge point, and we'll meet up. I'll climb down, and we'll go from there. As soon as he sent that text, dear, I was just sitting there, and something caught my eye up here, and I looked up, and it was just, he's a little bit bigger than him. And I was like, oh. I heard him text Dad, and I was like, don't move. Yeah, I was like, don't come down the ridge. Stay still. Send it. It never got to him. Nice. Long story short, never, never got to him. Uh, that deer came up, laid his ears back, and now I was actually, I actually took my, uh, my bow target that was just blistered with arrows, arrow holes in him. Took my bow target out. Obviously, you know, bow targets come with like Glendale full rut, yeah. massive antlers. I took a hacksaw and just cut them all up, and he was just a little scraggly, like four pointer. And, uh, he came in, ears laid back, and just going, and he was snorting and wheezing. He was walking sideways. Yo, dude, it was, yeah. The heart was racing. I grabbed my bow real quick, and I was like, oh, man, this is this is too much. And he snorted and wheezed, like, the the second time. And I was like, I can't shoot this deer. I was like, I can't, I can't stay focused enough. I was like, I'm shaking way too bad. Hmm. And he walked up to 30 yards and presented a perfect broadside shot, shot a two-blade rage. So, I mean, two-blade rage was shooting a yeah. two-and-a-quarter-inch cut. Drew back on him. Perfect. Stop. Shooting a thumb release. Okay. There you go. Perfect form, perfect everything. But there was this little twig that was hanging down. And I think the edge of the broadhead caught it, and it just sent that arrow into a whole different dimension. Mm. And hit him just below the spine, right in that little pocket. Mm. And he ran off with, I shoot a 29-inch arrow. He ran off with 27 inches. 27 inches hanging out of him. So, two inches was in. He ran off. And I immediately knew. I didn't need need video because that twig slowed the arrow down so much. By the time it hit it and the arrow kicked out and the weight of the broadhead kicked it back up. Hit him weird. He ran off. I climbed down. Dad was walking around the ridge. Held the bow up. Threw the bow. And Dad was like, what's wrong? I was like, well, screwed up on a good 120, 130. He's like, what do you mean? Looks back up, and you can see that little twig sitting there dangling just by a thread. I was like, you see that little twig right there? Yeah. That's what caused it. Man, that sucks, don't it? I was like, oh, <laughs> his name's Fred. And I was like, Fred, listen to me. Listen to me, pops here. I'm getting ready to wear you out in the middle of these woods here. He goes, man, I hate when that happens, but I shoot fixed blades, so that really doesn't happen to me. And I was like, 
I'm about to take this muzzleloader. He was gonna recite it in, Fred. But we, we, uh, he broke the arrow off like 12 yards from where he was and found the arrow. And there was the broadhead and, and two inches. Yeah. And, uh, it happens, man. Seen him later that year after December at that one scrape that I was hunting in that same tree stand. He was hitting it again. And uh, this year I've seen him, and he's two times bigger, and he ha- is straight-up non-typical. It's crazy. His right side, because I hit him, he was his right side was broadside. And his right side is just, he's got like eight points on that right side. He's just crazy. He's just everywhere. The main beam comes out, it drops down, he's got a drop tine off of him. Wow. Left side is, left side alone is just 100 one, inches. 130, 40? Uh, he's massive deer. Bigger? <laughs> Massive deer. I ain't told my wife yet, but I took off the first week of January. <laughs> because all of these bucks that I've been watching have come in after the rut. Everything's post rut yeah. up here in up, up here on Tennessee in Tennessee on the plateau. Yeah. Well, that's what I've learned. Even back in Georgia, uh, you can kill stuff in October, November, and and I'm I mean I hunt all the, about the whole season. Yeah, but man, that second rut. I mean, that's what, like you're gonna see a big buck. It and it's. It's finally taken me. And I've seen him on late that. November. And really up until the I mean, second, third week of December. Yeah. Um, even. And, uh, yeah. I've got I've got little bucks right now that are pushing, pushing now. Because uh, I think uh, last week we had a cold front come through. Again, like, like it is now. I mean, right. I can feel the temperature dropping now. Mm. My toes are a little chilly. Yeah. I can feel it dropping. So, I mean, there's going to be deer moving. And last weekend, it was, a, it was, a, it was another significant temperature drop and uh had a doe come out and she kept looking back behind her and she was probably 40 yards from me and i was like oh man mm-hmm. leaned back grabbed the bow and i was like this is it right here this is with the big boy and i was like this ain't the big boy i said this is the first week in october come out that little itty bitty mm-hmm. just a little spike yeah had his nose down and he was pushing and i was like some cold fronts it's like mid-november i said the big boy will be out if not, hopefully end of November, that post rut, that second rut. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, when the first rut does kick in, them big dudes are going to be up on their feet. Yeah. But it just depends. I shot the, I mean, biggest buck, my biggest buck last year. Uh, it, was, it was about almost 130, but it was like 128, I think. Yeah. Uh, really haven't all the way. It's, it's getting mounted right now. Um, it was October. I don't even remember, like twenty eighth or something, like later, later October. Yeah. And uh, man, I I kind of mad myself on that one. Like, uh, you know, it's in rifle season, and I I at times would I would bring you know rifle and a bow. Wait, what date? October twenty eighth. It's rifle. Yeah, it's October like the second week in October when it like, in comes Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, we get a long, we get a long, so it's the second week of September. Um, I think second week, second weekend, you know, yeah. in September till the second or third in January, bow season straight, and then rifle is like the fifteenth ish, or you know, the the second week of October till yeah. the same, you know, January. Yeah, so we get along. Anyway, so it was like later wow. later October. I brought both, you know, bow and rifle with me, and. 
in my woods. I was kind of hunting in the middle of the woods, and on the other end is my food plot. I want to go check it. And I just, I was like, well, if I'm walking, you know, it was like 10, 1030 or something. Yeah. Um, I was like, if I'm walking, I don't want to be carrying both of these, like if I'm trying <laughs> to hunt. So I, I yeah. left my bow and carried my rifle because I was like, well, you know, if I maybe jump something up or, you know, I'm, I'm anyway. Yeah. And it was late. I mean, it was 10, like 30. And I got even, I got a call from, you know, one of my accounts and, uh, you know, I just, I don't remember what it was. It was just, you know, like text me a picture of this, da, 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 or something, you know, it was just a, and, uh. I was just off a side trail from my, my food plot, and uh, I was texting. I, I knelt down on the ground, and I didn't, I did not, I, I had my camera stuff with me, but I, I just really wasn't ready. Yeah. <sighs> it always and happens so, like that, dude. I know. <laughs> it always happens. And I'm, te- I'm knelt down, I was texting the thing, I heard something, looked up, and it's this little, you know, five or six pointer coming in, like coming right in. And this is like, you know, thick woods. And came, I mean, right next to me. I mean, eight yards. Didn't see me. And I'm sitting in the middle of this just small trail, and he's just walking through the 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 woods. And so, anyway, I, I let, you know, it goes goes on. And then I see, like, another buck. Like, a little small little spike. And then, then I look over where that first buck went, and there's a, a whole other buck there. It was just, a, it was kind of a good long beam, but it was only... It, it was well, you know, no trophies, but just they're they're like, you know, decent yeah. like a, you know, not a year and a half. I mean, they were they were, you know, bigger. And I was like, man, what am I gonna do? Like, because I would I would, you know, it's like with a rifle, it's just like it's no fair. Like I would, you know, if I need meat, yeah. I meat, I would do it. Yeah. But I was like, man, I wish I had my bow because this would be really cool having like three, you know, bucks and maybe you know, seeing if I can maybe get one on the ground with a you know bow. And I'm like trying to turn, you know, like to turn to see what I'm what I'm gonna do. And I hear something, and it's this big buck right next to me. They all like they three out of those four bucks walked right like right there, right by this this tree. And this was, I mean, it was a big. Uh, I'm trying to remember what it was like two two twenty two hundred twenty pounds or something. It was about two fifteen two twenty. Yeah, you know, pretty big <laughs> big buck. Um, I mean, I've got uh, I got pictures of them stuff and. Um, I ended up shooting with a rifle, you know, yeah. twelve yard, fifteen yard, or something. I just like I got, you know, I'm not gonna let him go. Oh, it was no. a big buck. Yeah, that's big. I so wish I had my bow, and maybe you know, GoPro on the bow, and then oh, like yeah. just I had even my camera, and what's so funny is I press record. Like I, it was just one of those like I've got to shoot it now. Like it's gonna, it's gonna yeah. see me. They're like I think even one of those other deer were looking towards that buck, and I knew they would like see me. And yeah. so I just anyway, but I pressed record right after shot it. So, like, you actually hear the, you know, like, on a bullet, you're... Yeah. <laughs> you can yeah. actually hear, like, the like, slight echo of it. And it this the buck, you know, was on his death run, like, r- ran four feet from me and, and died right next to my duck pond there. But that was pretty cool. I just, man, I wish I had a... So, it, I wish I had a bow, you know, my, my bow with me. It always happens like that. Because, I mean, that was, what, last weekend... I think, was it you? Or maybe I was telling Dad. I was like, man, I wish I had a video camera that actually had some good zoom on it. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I would love to have. Last weekend, I seen five different bucks fighting out in the middle of this hayfield. Oh, wow. I was like, I would love to have a video camera. What kind of camera do you got? Uh, I've got a little a little Sony. 
in the truck. It's got a four time zoom. The zoom is just horrible. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, it's yeah. Is it like a four K one at all? No. Yeah, it's it's four K. Like a newer one. Yeah. It's not bad. I mean, it yeah, mine's was... like thirty two x. Is it really? Yeah, the Canon. It's a yeah. RF eight hundred. Are not... you are you carrying like a, a video camera or is it like an actual like an like an actual camera like a photography camera? Oh, I just bought one. Yeah, um, but no, I'm it's a, it's a video camera. Um, yeah, I mean, flip a screen at one. It's very small, yeah. com- compact, and um. It's it's good. I, I want I need to upgrade soon, but um, it actually did fantastic on prayer dogs out there because it was so bright when we were kind of like shooting into the sun. Yeah, and very windy. Um, I couldn't even see the viewfinder really. I just kind of had to like, you know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. and I didn't want to like ag- ag- aggravate my uncle or any, you know just be like. <laughs> yeah, we were we were, <laughs> yeah, and so it actually did really good. I got really good footage of that, but um, yeah. Gear make, it does make some difference. It, yeah, it, it, it does. For sure. And Let's see, like that, I got a little GoPro that I can just... The reason I bought that stabilizer was I was, like, down the road. I'm like, oh, yeah. you know, they make GoPro attachments that you can just... It's got a little barrel attachment yeah. or whatever it is. Sure. I can screw it right to it. And I was like, I can put that on the end of it, and it's going to bypass the rubber on the stabilizer and stuff. And I was like, I can get good mm-hmm. footage like that. Yeah. Okay. But, like, in the heat of the moment... Now I've I've been in the heat of moment with the bow and stuff like like whenever that because that nine point walked out with five other bucks and they were all just absolutely there was there was a twelve pointer in there but his Ooh, wow. his tines looked like a number two pencil and I was like yeah, no I was like I'm gonna shoot and he he looked like the oldest he walked out and he was the grayest out of all of them yeah. I was like I'm just gonna let him go and uh, but it's just in the heat of the moment I forgot to turn on that GoPro. And I was like, oh, man, he's 30 yards. Was like, that was it. And he ran off and yeah. expired. Yeah. I've just, I've done so many, so much hunting, and uh, I I just am over it now. Like, I've got to video. It, it's got to be on camera. It's kind of like it didn't happen if, you and know. That's how it is. That's why we've started what we've started doing is because a lot of our stories are they're crazy. Like, I mean, we've. We've been duck hunting and then had a flurry of hogs run 10 yards behind us, and then we just start chasing hogs through the woods. We, I was going to mention that earlier. We were talking about something. I had that exact uh, – oh, when he was ta- I think when he was talking about turkey hunting, having hogs, and, like, yeah. We, so we were duck hunting. I've gotten into duck hunting the past three years or so, and it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, but, yeah, we had that happen. We, had, we, had, we heard hogs all morning, like – Hundred yards, you know, kind yeah. of upstream of us, and uh, it's a creek, but it's a bog and everything, and they they definitely fly over it and everything, and so at the, you know, ducks kind of just fly early and then they're done. I mean, they'll fly back over maybe nine nine thirty or something, but they're they're kind of they fly and then they're done. Yeah, you know, it's like a twenty minute thing, maybe thirty minutes, and so after that we keep on hearing these hogs. I'm like, it's kind of halfway on the way walking out, and. <laughs> Me and a friend of mine, we were, we were the only ones hunting, and we walked up there, and we, we shot, we, you know, laid into them. We, we got at least two of them, I think, but, you know, just with, with duck loads. We, we wasn't successful with our hogs because really. we were carrying duck loads, so it was like, yeah. we're, we're going to have to get close. To we, we got stupid close, but the thing is, hogs like, in the swamps, they're, they're so loud. Yeah. So, I mean, you could literally go run you know, loud and sloshing through the mud and breaking through sticks, run at them. 
they don't think of they, they're so they're in packs. Yeah, you know, I think there was like eight or ten of them. So in numbers, they're not as fearful. And then, like, they're all so loud, so you could just literally walk right almost up to them. Uh, the ones that we had run up on us, I mean, we, of course, we were hunting, like, a, a lake edge. So we never really heard them run up on us until, they, like I said, they were about 15 yards from us. And we basically ended our, our duck hunt at that point and just started mm-hmm. chasing them. And we were, there was 15 to 20 of them, and we, we could see a good-sized sow. Yeah. And we were, with the duck loads and everything, we, we just – we just kind of kited them away is basically all we did with that. But it's yeah. it's the little stories here and there that yeah. they're like, how could that happen? You're, you're Yeah, that's why I'm really passionate about just filming. I've been filming, like, exclusively for about, I guess it would be almost my third year, just in, like, about eight, basically everything I, I hunt or do. And it's hard. Um, but that, that's just, I want to do that way. It's and, definitely and, and, a challenge. And I, I mean, I started off with just iPhones kind of thing, you know, trying to film stuff. And uh, and I actually still film some, like if it's up close close things or like a B-roll shot, I, I'll, I'll film with my iPhone. Uh, I, I've noticed wrong. that. Because yeah. we tried to interview with the, the, the little handheld camera. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we used that, and then he did an interview with his phone. And the difference between... Yeah. Up close. They, there's zoom, like when you if you try to zoom on it, you know it gets really grainy. It's not yeah. the best, but I mean, and it, it's a camera I, and it works. <laughs> the iPhone that, that I was like, yeah, we're, we're, we'll definitely yeah. be using our phones for like the up close and personal stuff from here on yeah. out. And, and it's actually easier, like you know, to transfer and you know you oh, yeah. you can kind of edit it up and all that stuff. But yeah, but yeah, it's it's different because I mean we've talked about it since we were kids, filming and starting our oh, own, yeah. our own YouTube channel and. It's just goofy stuff here and there. And Gear then, and all that stuff is so much better now oh, yeah. than it was even just 10 years ago. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, whenever he first had this inkling, he bought a, a, a massive camera. Of course, it, for the time, it was a, it was a good camera. We did, I did the same thing. It's so funny. We have so, so many of the same stories. Me and my brother, so we had just gotten married. This was, like, almost nine years ago, but... We went and bought the slave. It's like a really nice, fancy mini DV, <laughs> you know, camera. I mean, it had good. Actually, it did okay. And I've still got some hunts actually on that camera. I really need to transfer over to digital. But uh, I don't I mean, know. Did you get any hunts on that that first big purchase of a camera you had? Yeah, it was. There's a bunch of goose hunts. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I carried an 80 pound camera out there in the in the field, covered up with a burlap sack. Yeah. Nice. The next thing I want to do is is go. Um, I, I I wanted to do it out there in South Dakota, but again, that's my capitalize on everything kind of. Uh, I wanted to go coyote hunting, like you know, go call. Have you ever done that? That's that's a lot of fun. Uh. You know, get a coyote call and did it one time. Yeah, I didn't shoot a coyote. Never. I shot. I don't know what it was. I think it was groundhog. Hey, I don't, I don't think he knew what the sound was. Hmm. Oh, he came in. A groundhog came in. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like that must be so funny. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it's a little. 
Well, it was a rabbit, <laughs> and he looked just like a like an otter. It was a slinky running out through the field. Slinky. And I looked at my buddy, and I was like, man, that, what, what, the, what is that? What is that thing? He's like, I don't know. Shoot it. So we just, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> we just shot it. I ended up being a groundhog, I believe. That's so funny. I think it was a groundhog. It was. Did it have big teeth? It was a beaver. It literally looked like a beaver. Yeah, they did that kind of. And I don't know how many beavers we shot yeah. duck, duck hunting. I'll have to send you a link to these dudes that went and like on public land in Arizona or something, and shot like eighteen or or something like twenty five uh, coyotes like in a oh. day. You know, on, on just I thought you were going to say groundhogs for some reason. No. I was like, dude, no coyotes, dude, coyotes are fun. That that calling it's it's fast and you know I've I've actually never done that before. Oh, except that one time I called yeah. in a groundhog because he was like, "Man, what's this thing squeaking over here?" It's like a slinky come running through the hayfield, and I was like, "Well, well the Wolverine." Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're way too south for them things, but yeah, I've never actually done that. Well, down in Georgia, it's just it's so thick; it's hard to have a, a wider. You know, you need yeah. to do it in, in fields and 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 uh, fence lines, stuff like that. But yeah, more open terrain. Yeah, you guys got armadillos down there too, don't you? Yeah, do we you have shot, them up here? We shot. Oh, uh, we're just now getting them. They, they really moved into what currently where I'm at. Like I've always seen them out west or heading down south, and that they was some. They're invading. I mean, I, I it's like it's like. China or something. I mean, no offense, but it's like it's their little armored rodents, and they're moving in. Yeah, they are. They are. I mean, they're they're almost as bad as like. Hogs that was an offensive analogy, but <laughs> <laughs> things are like the Chinese. You can keep that if you want. You're welcome. Rodents. Oh yeah, yeah. We're gonna keep that one. That was great. Oh, man. It's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> I I honestly thought a few years ago I was calling to a longbeard and he was up on the roost and I was calling to him and he was gobbling and gobbling and gobbling and all of a sudden I heard some leaves crunching and I was like, dude, this thing's 20 yards to my left. Well, I turned and well, it's a daggum armadillo. armadillo. So, I mean, yeah. three and a half inch shell. But you, you got him. Yeah, I let it eat. I didn't go up there and look at him. Yeah. But I've always wanted like an armored like helmet. Like Davy Crockett had a coon hat. You want you wanted to wear one of those? Yeah, man. Have you ever thought about that? Nope. <laughs> so maybe not skin an armadillo. I don't know how you do that, but I definitely want like a armadillo elbow guard or something like that because I mean, they're not big creatures. I don't. I mean, like knee pads. <laughs> armadillo knee pad. Uh, <laughs> I was just thinking, like you know, as a brand, you want stuff to stick out. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a welcome 2023. Don't <laughs> <laughs> don't <laughs> <laughs> empty cannon spam. <laughs> Armadillo gear. God, now you're <laughs> oh, but your sponsor's like, that, yeah. are we sponsoring this guy? <laughs> don't don't walk up on him and you, and kick them. <laughs> Kick, and, and have you kick, kicked an armadillo? Uh, I have. I'll tell you what, Chad, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> that, listen, you might not believe me. They they jump down in, in there. Georgia. I can I can believe you for sure. They they have been known. I'm dead serious <laughs> to jumping up and kicking people's teeth out. 
They, if and you surprise, if you surprise them, they. I mean, they will. I've seen them definitely jump like three feet and sometimes four feet. I mean, they. No they, joke. I'm no joke. They can jump. They're, when they get surprised, they just they go they like levitate. It's crazy. They have that much torque underneath them. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. They're spring loaded. <laughs> spring they, they, spring they, loaded. They're, <laughs> they're hilarious to 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 mess with because they have terrible eyesight. But they I guess they could feel. So like if you're walking towards, yeah. they kind of feel. But then it's like they a, don't know where it's coming from. So they kind yeah. of just like move off for a second, and then they're like. With, they're kind of like a tank. Like a tank is actually very, you know, blinded. Yeah, it's yeah. Oh, it's so it's funny. It's all the uh, armor. I have, yeah, I've shot so many of those. <laughs> we're going down I posted, to Georgia. I think that was the most views I got. It's been some years ago. I think I even took it down, but I put it on my, my Instagram of <laughs> just shooting armadillo. I got so many views and so many people like you know how I'm like you know they are a new like a nuisance. They're kind of like the prairie dogs of Georgia because they, they, they burrow and make a bunch well, of mess and, and they're, yeah. they kind of mess up your deer hunting because it sounds like a, you know, big buck. Oh, or absolutely. And, and remember the first part, the, the first part podcast we did was that we were talking about nest raiders for turkey season and armadillos. Oh, they, they definitely do. I, I even, I think I even brought that up. Yeah. I they're good sure. for nothing. They, yeah. I guess they eat some sort of insects that's okay, but other than that, yeah, and the, and they're scary sounding. With for me, somebody that doesn't know what an armadillo sounds like, and you get home at like eleven thirty one night, and you just hear screeching. And he's in, in the, the flower bed or something. They, they, yeah, I, I've, armadillo screeching is weird. I mean, and walking through the woods isn't like a drunk dude that can't pick up his right foot. Just, yeah. they yeah. just literally just mop across the earth. Yep. And down they're in Georgia, dude, I don't know how many, how many armadillos we shot in Georgia because. Like again, you'd be yeah. letting out a big old yelp, and all of a sudden you'd hear something. You're like, "Oh man, there he is, right yeah. here!" <clears throat> Look over, and it's just like a herd of armadillo, like literally a herd, like twelve of oh, them. Oh yeah. yeah, I've seen him many times like that. I mean, being a redneck from Tennessee, I'm like, oh, "My God, it's moving target." They're, they're invading. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> yeah, it's the Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, I hate are... shooting him with a with an arrow. <laughs> I've shot him with arrows before because it's like I can't let I him get out of you. my food plot, and yeah. it's like, oh, man, now you gotta. I don't want to touch him and mess with him really because I mean they actually can carry uh, leprosy. Yes, I've, and yeah, um, so I just have to like, stick the arrow through and try to twist the you know twist the so what broadhead off or something, pull it out. But y'all's yeah. armadillo in Georgia is our possum because possum carries leprosy as well. Really? A possibility really? of it. Yeah, that's a, yeah. <clears throat> so. Back in my trapping days, I never picked up an armadillo barehanded because of leprosy. It was always a leather glove, and yeah. I'm, just, I mean, I'm not like eating a banana with a leather glove. Yeah. So I the, think it is more like it's got to get in the bloodstream kind of thing. But, but I mean, kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah, I mean, I ain't taking never, no chances. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen. I mean, I could probably like scratch my eye with a leather glove after picking up an opossum and be done for. You shot him with a bow? Oh, I have, yeah. Or the, did, did your bow have enough energy to? Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, it is it is tough, but uh, yeah, no. It, I mean, I guess if you hit him on the edge, it might glance off. But yeah, no. I mean, you. I've never actually it, like. It's such a weird animal. It's so weird because it's like hard shell, but it's it's like got the weak parts of it, like mm-hmm. in the arm armor kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, and it's it's yeah, it's weird. So like, whenever they're they're. How would they be fully extended to get a weak part? Would you say a chink in the armor? Chink. 
That's. Did I say that? <laughs> did I say that or he did? No, I think it, Joey did. It's a chink. Oh, you did. I, I, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Dude, you could do like a part three this whole month. I'm probably going to have to break this up in part in like part one and part two. But that is. Yeah. That's messed up. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. Chink, link. Yeah, yeah. Just I a said cheap link. link. Cheap link. link. That's what you said. Yeah. Yeah. Cheap link. <laughs> Guys, hey, first of all, this is I I mean, oh man. I, I believe God works in mysterious ways. You know, I, I I can already see, man, we're probably gonna have some some fun. Dude, in, I in, hope in so. our in our future. I mean, even if it's once a year or something. I, uh, I, I got a feeling it's gonna be more than once a year, yeah. man. Yeah. It's gonna be like, and and you just eight. know when you when you meet somebody, it's like, okay, we can we can go down this trail a long way. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. My uncle, actually, the same uncle I went with, he he's he's very wise, and he told me years ago, and my dad has told me the same thing that you know you'll you'll meet people. Life will bring you, you know, ups and downs, and, and yeah. life will take you a lot of places, and you never you you you'll most likely meet meet people that you you might know the rest of your life or, or yeah. be affi- affiliated with. And then sometimes it's just a, you know, bump into them at a, at the restaurant kind of thing. Yeah. And so I've always tried to think of that. Like, you know, you, you can't maybe be best friends with everybody, but sometimes it just is like, you know, Oh yeah. It's like definitely worth keeping a relationship up or just, absolutely. You know, I don't know. Cause I mean, you know, we're all grown ups. I mean, you know, we got families and lives and things and it's, it's not our, number one priority but it's it's a whole lot of fun to you know get yeah. together and just do natural things that should happen you know yeah I, yeah and uh <clears throat> well you only being probably what four hours from us um uh, well it depends on which which time zone i'm coming to or from <laughs> that is so true. i gain an hour coming here it's five and a half hours so it'd be four and a half hours well it, you know what i'm saying if I'm going hunting, I'm definitely going to cut about an hour off that time. <laughs> so, if you if if you say if you text me and say, "Hey, let's go hunt some public." Oh yeah, I'll no, sp- I would come I'll up. spend some money. Like, we'll go. We'll go shoot something. I mean, down there. Oh yeah, public is a whole lot of easier hunt down there. Is it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's just like like I said, there's so much game. Like you go deer hunting, just no deer. I mean, dude, you can go shoot hogs. In no hogs, you go shoot some squirrels. Yeah. Or go kick some armadillos or yeah. some <laughs> or some in their Furbies or something. Chinky armor. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. I mean, either either way, and I, I mean, I'll text you and say, hey, yeah. Uh, well, I'm gonna plan the springtime, and I'm not a the biggest turkey hunter, but I'll I I, I definitely love bow fishing. That'd be dope. We'll, we'll definitely March or April. If it is, works is out, it probably according April? According to the family, is it pro- oh, we, oh yeah, you're having a baby then, though. Yeah. So uh, I don't. Know, this this turkey season may be pretty strict for me. Yeah, but well, I mean, well, so our turkey season comes in like third week of March. Y'all's not that, is it? Is it April? No, we got bumped back this year because our numbers are down. Yeah, we had the. Was it? We had four, four turkeys a year, two years, three years ago, two years ago. Yeah. Oh wow. Two years ago, and we got bumped down to three last year, and everyone has reported in and said that the Tennessee turkey numbers are, 
are down mm. incredibly. So now we're down to two turkeys a year, two, one long beard and one Jake, or two long beards. Mm. Which gotcha. I got a few spots up my sleeve that we could, all three of us could punch two long beards easily. Um. So it just it all happens on that little old John yeah. boat out there. And we'll do it. I mean, it's. I'm sure she'll be fine with it. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I like to. I like to push my limits, anyways. So some somebody's got to film and, you know, <laughs> somebody's got to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't care. I'll go out. I'm. I've, I've. I'm on a lease that is just. That's just packed with turkeys. Yeah. But then again, it's packed with people. Mm-hmm. I usually try to shoot my birds within the first the first week of season. That way I'm done. This year it didn't work out at all. Not at all. This year was absolutely horrible. This next year will be not the best for you either. Probably not. But we won't get it on footage. So if you <laughs> I get a baby out of this, if, whatever. You know, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the practice was fun. <laughs> but if you if you text me or something like that, I mean feel free to to let me know too. I'll let everyone know. Yeah. I'm not good on the cell phone. I ain't good with technology. Yeah. <coughs> Hit me up. We'll do it. I'll we'll send go. up a smoke signal. Something. There you go. We'll go bow fishing. We'll go turkey hunting. Yeah. Uh we'll go deer hunting. We'll go down there and go hog yeah. hunting. We'll go down there and go deer hunting. Whatever. Yeah. Do It'll some matter. do some video collabs, you well, know. Yeah. Both, both together. Yeah, we'll have a good time. We'll get the fun. we'll get the families yeah. all together and I don't see why not. I don't, I don't think my wife's ever been camping. We may go camping down in Georgia. <laughs> camping, camping. She's, she's camping. been glamping. She's glamped. Glamorous camping? Yeah. For sure. Don't let her listen to this. Oh, she'll admit it. <laughs> <laughs> she'll admit it. She'll claim it. Yeah. But yeah, we 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 definitely need need to do that in the upcoming year yeah. and years to come. Sure. So Yeah, I you know, like we were talking earlier, I don't. I don't meet people that really are, you know, really in like really hunt and really yeah. do that. Yeah. I've got, I mean, some of my best friends at home, you know, or something. I, and I love, I mean, and they're, they're, I mean, they're out on their property all the time and they're, but like, it's, I don't know, it's just maybe the different style or it's, I don't know, but it's, and, and I, well, I'm not. They might listen to this too. I don't want to throw them under the bus or nothing, but like, oh, I'll and I'm, and not really them, but like, you know, the typical, yeah, my old thirty all six, and I go out, you know, yeah. three times and shoot. I was like, I'll def- buddy, I'll definitely throw and, uh, my buddies under the bus. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I think you know, any any and all that is good, but uh, yeah, it's good to talk and hang out with people that yeah, really, I mean, can just sit and talk about it all night. Yeah. and I love it. It's fun. I'm not, dude. I could literally sit here and talk for another. Yeah. <laughs> Shoo. I could talk for another until daylight. Yeah. I could sit here and talk about it. Uh, both of us probably could. And it's what, real quick. Maybe just end it on stories yeah. and stuff. What's your best? Just highlight a uh, bow kill. If it maybe not deer or just like hunt or just that was the best hunt you know with like that buck or with a bow yeah with a bow uh how many deer would be probably killed with a bow i don't know deer 
deer, I couldn't tell you. Turkey, I know exactly how many turkeys mm-hmm. I've killed. Deer. Dozens. Oh. With a bow, dozens. I don't. Man, with a bow, I've had some really good rifle hunts. Yeah. And especially. Yeah, me like, too, uh, especially years ago. You know. Yeah, like like juvenile hunts and stuff like that. One hunt with the buddy and I'm gonna get him on the podcast Brandon we've got a, a, it's, I don't even know it's crazy but an archery uh, archery I'm gonna have to go actually to the second deer I ever killed with a bow and it was with a bear mm-hmm. yeah it was a bear bow I don't remember what bow it was with a bear uh, what bow what was that that, that sound yeah I have no clue, but it gave me chills. We're just going to say it's nature. Uh, the second second deer I ever killed. That's that's a cat, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, they sound pretty pissed. Yeah, that, that's an angry cat. Hey, again, nature doing what it's doing. They're probably, they're probably yeah, uh, making Furbies. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got to shoot them things here sooner or later. I'm joking. Uh your, so your best, yeah the 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 best hunt and the most fun hunt and the most memorable hunt I ever had, second doe, shot with a bare bow, shooting a rage broadhead, and that was when rage first. Well, I don't know if they first came out. It's when I first started shooting them. I think it was the three blade, the old original, that had the cutting blade on the very front that you could change out as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I was hunting on a lease with a really really good friend of ours and uh gotta go see him we had this this food plot and everything it was called the high point it was the highest point of the property we we used to hunt a, a chunk of land that was just straight up and down mm. had monsters on it and it was just overrun with deer there was so many deer yeah. I mean, you could go anywhere on the property you could sit on his back porch and you could see deer just Every day, every minute of the day. So many deer. And uh, I was sitting in a doghouse blind that has been sitting there for years and years and years. I was sitting in that all by myself. I think I was 13 or 14 years old. Dad was about 400 yards down the road from me, hunting out of his climber, watching the logging road. I was sitting on the edge of that food plot. These deer came up to my left about nine feet, ten feet. Walked up, ang- angled away from me, started working away through the food plot and stuff like that. Thirteen, fourteen years old, I mean, I was shooting anything that walked into that field. Because at that time, bow season, up here, I don't, I don't know about Georgia, I'm sure you can. Uh, bow season, you can shoot a turkey. So, in like September or October? Uh yeah, our archery season lasts from. Uh, I wish well, I wish George did, did that. Our archery season is from opening day till end of day, so September twenty fifth to January 9th or eighth, mm-hmm. maybe before that, something like that. Mm. Uh, but then in between there, you know, we got muzzleloader first weekend of November to, I think our muzzleloader lasts two weekends, mm. two weeks, and then rifle opens up Thanksgiving. Roughly around that time. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, 
it was early season, and I remember she walked out and I grabbed my bow. It was just leaning up against the blind. I grabbed my bow, left-handed, rotating the blind, draw back, drew back on her, and she was quartering away, I mean, hard. Mm-hmm. And I remember anchoring <laughs> left-handed. I don't know how to do Are you right-handed. I remember drawing back, anchoring. And I put the sight just in front of her right ham. Mm-hmm. She was anchoring, quartering away to the right. I put it right in front of her ham and drove that arrow just all the way. Well, I hit her right next to the old exit hole. <laughs> the arrow never, the arrow never expanded, so it skint, skint that old poor lady down the ham. And when it hit the soft spot where her guts are, where the ribs yeah, okay. opened up, went in, drove all the way out. I mean, she was 12 feet from me, so I never had to, like, adjust angle or anything. I just drew back. I was like, man, she's angling a lot. Just let it go. Someone's getting robbed. I live in a really good neighborhood, people. <laughs> we got cats mating out here. We got, we got Furbies being created. We got people being robbed. And I live in a very... I thought I lived in a very good neighborhood. Anyways. It's quieting down, I think. Drew back, hit her pretty close to the back. Exit. It skint down the arrow literally went down her ham, entered right in front of the ham, went through the guts, went through both lungs because it's three blade rage, opened up, went never cut the never cut the guts, mm. never it cut the lungs, and it stuck in that opposite shoulder. And I remember at that time we 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 had radios because there was no phone service out there at all. So I was like, I was like, Dad, I just just smoked the dough. He's like, all right. I'll be up there in a minute. Well, it wasn't even a minute. It was like 40 seconds, and he was like running up the logging road. He's like, (laughs) where was she at? And I was like, she was quartering bad. I was like, let's give her some time. (coughs) At 13, 14 years old, I already knew it was a bad shot. Give her time, all that stuff. Dad was like, oh, no, she's dead. She's dead for sure. No blood, nothing at all. And I remember Dad on his hands and knees finding little itty bitty mm-hmm. .7 lead pencil specks of blood. He was like, "Right here, right here." I was like, "Dad, she's dragging a leg." He goes, "Don't worry about that." He said, "They all drag." I was like, "Okay, to a point." Once you, I mean, if you if you honestly think about it, hmm. no matter if you make a good shot or not a good shot. They're all going to drag something because they're hurting. Yeah. Whether it's a back leg or a front leg. And he said, don't worry about the drag. He said, follow the blood. And I was like, I can't even see no blood. Literally 40 yards. She was still alive. Ran to a fallen fallen tree and curled up no bigger than a, a beach ball. Yeah. And literally her whole body was no bigger than a beach ball. And she was curled up right there and was already expired. Wow. And that right there has always stuck to me that even if you make that much of a quartering away shot 
And I don't know if I was just nervous or what, but when I squeezed the trigger, I must have mm-hmm. squeezed the bow or something, and it just hit her right next to the hole, yeah. skint down her her uh, her ham, went in right in front of her ham, through the guts. The rage never cut any guts, and uh, I know the guts are they're made of a, a different, I guess, what would you call it, substance or something? I don't know. Because when you, whenever you gut an animal and you actually get your hand on the smaller intestines and stuff like that, there's a different texture to it than there is a lung or a liver yeah. or a heart. And I don't know what it is, but uh, never yeah, cut it's any more guts. slippery. Yeah. yeah, never cut any guts. But as soon as it hit lung and like hard organs, I guess, wide open. I mean, whenever we were yeah. opening her up, it was just. Mm-hmm. gallons everywhere and for some reason that was the most memorable hunt because I don't think dad ever gave up even though the the deer was 40 50 yards from us but dad was like that deer's done how you hit her and he said if everything's right that's one another thing if I, if I had video of it yeah he would have seen all this and all that may not have changed his mind but dad's old school and uh he's like this deer's this deer's done he said if if you hit her right here and the way she was quartering, dad was like, you got something on her and she ain't going to go far. And it's just, it's always stuck to me. So even though kind of juggles between, do you give him time yeah. or do you just go and get him? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's another, that's another dispute we could have all night too. Yeah. Do you, well, it depends on the what it, deer I maybe too. <laughs> yeah, ex- and that's I mean a, I know it's all game thing. animal, but like you know, if it's a monster buck, you you know you maybe want to. Yeah. I'm more of the, yeah, you know, go check on it kind of thing. It depends on where you're at too. It's and if you're you know, if you're super on a field, like you can you can get away with a lot of stuff. If you're in the yeah. loud woods, it's like yeah, you, you know. And it's if you're super confident in yeah. your shot, if you know you. In a tree stand, <clears throat> shooting down, you double lung, yeah. or you double lung and clip the top of the heart. If you know for sure you're fine and you know that deer's down. I don't know how many deer I've shot with a bow and heard run off, and you think they crash, and you go up there, and there's nothing there. And you're like, you don't know what to do. Just back out. Yeah. Yeah. Just back out. And especially big bucks. I've shot big bucks with the bow and have made great shots. I've made great shots on bucks with muzzleloaders and rifles. You think they crash, but they never crash. Yeah. Just back out. Just go back in the morning as much as it, you're not going to sleep. I've lost a lot of sleep. The biggest deer I ever shot in my life was with a muzzleloader open sights. And he was 10 yards from me. And the first shot was what I thought was dead center. It wasn't going to run 20 yards. Shot him. He ran up the hill. The smoke, the wind was blowing, so the smoke cleared immediately. And I'm watching him. And I'm right behind the shoulder. I'm watching the pump, just the blood just pump out of him. And I'm like, oh, this deer's down. Well, he started doing the death wobble. All of a sudden, he takes off running. And I was like, what? what was that? So I text dad and 
uh, I was a senior in high school. I skipped school that day. He knew that. <laughs> he knew it because I woke up like at 3 a.m. and I was like, hey, we got a light snow on the ground. I'm going hunting. He's like, okay, shoot one. I did. I shot one. I texted him and I was like, hey, you ain't going to work. I need your help dragging out a monster. Wow. Never <laughs> found him. Never did? Never found him. Dang. I have no idea where this where that deer is to this day. He's probably oh, he's probably ten years old now. I'm sure he's I'm sure he I mean, we tracked him for a mile and a half. Wow. Following blood. I mean like five gallon buckets huh. of blood. And all of a sudden it just stopped. No bed, nothing. Just stopped. I hate that. And it was I never hunted the rest of that year. <laughs> it was it was horrible. It haunted me like I've had, I've had some of those happen too. Oh man, it was absolutely it. horrible. It was horrible, but that was, anyways, that doe, that doe was <laughs> was yeah. Sorry, the archery hunt that was probably the most memorable because it was just he, he never gave yeah. up. Dad never gave up, and he was like yeah. he. I know that deer's done. I know it's, it's just always stuck to me. But I mean, I've shot a nine point, I've shot an eight point with it, but I've always been by myself, and it was just kind of like. <laughs> deer walked out and meh, that was it but what about you yeah. what was your most memorable i've got a bunch of them and it's like i've thankfully i've got like a good bit of sh- stuff on film now and i've got a bunch in the pipe like you know yeah but oh man um I don't, I don't know. I mean, th- there's a bunch of different ones, you know. Yeah. I mean, I've got, like, rifle ones that are, you know, fun. I think one of the fun, the funnest ones was actually this past year, and it was just a doe. It was, yeah. <clears throat> I was, um, I, I, you know, I got a whole video clip of it on my, you know, channel and everything. I can't remember what number it is, but uh, I was hunting and, was walking out about 10:30. You know, it's, it's whole hardwoods and it's there's it's like 50 acres where that is and it's kind of it's all woods and there's like two big hills in in, in the, on the whole place. And so my I was, my food plots at the very end of it that I made. And so I was walking back and so I was kind of walking over the first hill. And uh so I kind of got to the top and as it's like starting to walk you know when i'm getting a starting to walk down it i just look left and right you know on the hillside right and i see you know see this doe a big doe like 80 yards away from me on the side of the hill facing away um from me i mean i have like i have all this on film it's really cool like you know so i guess i can tell a story that you can go and watch but i was like i think i could sneak up on this deer um, and there was kind of a small little just trail on the top of the, the hill anyway. So I, uh, I decided to like, yeah, I'm going to move in on it. And it was, you know, like when it's like 10 and 1030 and the wind starts picking up a little bit. And so it was just a little breeze and it was kind of my favorite. And it was just masking some of the, the sound because it's all just, you know, oak leaves and it's just so hard to walk in. And basically I, I, I get about 30 yards from it. I'm like, man, I just made this might happen. And so it's like, it's on a, it's pretty steep, like hill like this. And she, you know, I'm, I'm above her 
um, about 30 yards. So I set up the, my, the, the camera on the tripod and just film where I think it's going to, you know, it's going to be at. I walk, I got 12 yards from her. I mean, on the ground, you know, and then I even, I, I think I had, I think I is just an extra iPhone or something. I set it, set it down to film me where, like where I was, you know, too and stuff. And uh, I got a whole, you know, edited video of this and stuff. And I just, yeah, 12 yards. I was able to draw down, you know, instinctive two camera angles on the ground like that. And yeah. And shoot that doe, and she went probably right at the last. Set. Like so, I I drew back, and she, it was like a little bit of, you know, branches in between. And uh, I was trying to get a a good clear shot, and I I uh, I think I just stood up just a few more inches right at the last little bit, and then she, like, looked. I think you can almost see it on the video, maybe not, but uh, she she like does that like the the like three inch look up kind of like that <laughs> right as I'm and, and just nailed her and uh and uh yeah she went probably you could hear it on the camera because it's kind of like a little valley in there you could hear and there's a little it's mud, some mud in there and you hear just you know going through the le- the leaves and she, um, you know she was about 60 yards I mean she was she was done for it was a perfect shot and you know that was that was a lot of fun and uh, I looked for that arrow I was like, it's it's got to be right here. I looked for it forever. It had a Luminoc on it too, and I, I shoot about everything's you know Luminoc and and on camera where you can really see. Yeah. And uh, I could not find that stupid thing, and you know it's a pretty expensive like kind of arrow, you know. With, oh yeah. And uh, I was like, all right, well, whatever. I'll I'll find it someday maybe. And I have I have so anyway, you know, got the deer and I. I I don't know if you've have you filmed like you filmed deer hunts yet, right? No, I, I, I this year no. Okay, I mean, you've yeah. Previous years, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I've I've filmed a filmed a handful. I, cool. I have to go check out. Yeah. I was gonna say, stuff. are they are they? Do you have them no, posted anywhere? Man, it was oh, like no? way before puberty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so last year, isn't that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Last year, it was it was way before. Uh, you don't you don't have any posted right now. Anyway, I've actually got a lot on the GoPro that I could. Do you should do that. It's always I could post. It's always good like content. 80, 80 videos on the GoPro of just like random goose crap. <laughs> Need to. <laughs> Need to. <laughs> yeah, you should. Anyway, months later. Yeah. Uh, five months later or something. Uh. I was going through the woods there. I think it was like January or February. It was like after season or something. I took my my son out there, and we were just just going, you know, walk around the woods. And you know, we we weren't we weren't hunting really. We were, you know, just just walking around and meandering. Yeah, meandering. Yeah. And uh, I I I was kind of just documenting a few things of like you know this. You know, the leaves are all off the trees and stuff, and we were just walking around. I was, you know, teaching about water vines, and, you know, we were throwing some knives or something. Just, yeah. And uh, we walked up to this that spot, and I'm even on the camera. I was like, oh, yeah. And, like, early in one of my videos, I, I shot a deer right here and stuff, and I was just mentioning about it. And and I was like, I, I literally thought, I'm going to see if I can walk down, you know, double-check 
this era, you know, that, that stupid era. I just wanted to find it so bad. And I have no idea how. And this is like, I shot early season. <laughs> this is like all the leaves are on the ground. On camera, like, you can see, like, I, there's two different videos, but, like, on camera, I, I find the stupid arrow, and it's right, like, where she was, where the deer was. I looked everywhere for it. And leaves fell. Somehow, this arrow was just, it, I, I swear somebody picked it up and placed it back there, because yeah. there was, like, no leaves on it. It was, like, on, it didn't make any sense at all to me how this works. And I shot something else with the arrow, I think. But see, it's crazy, because anyway. I found... I shot uh, my first buck years and years ago mm. and shot him with a rage. It was like a little, uh, those little rattling antlers I got. Mm-hmm. Little four point. God, I've killed the biggest bucks I've ever killed. A little four point rattling set of antlers. Yeah. Just like fishing. Mm-hmm. You throw a small lure, you're going to catch every size fish on, on planet. You fish with big lures. You don't want to catch big fish. So little antlers, just tink them together, mm-hmm. and they bring in nice. they bring in all sorts of God's creations. And that little deer I've got, I still carry his antlers in the back of my truck, so when I feel froggy, I take his little, I take his four-point and just tink them here and there. And man, it, it brings in everything. But I shot him broadside 20 yards. Didn't find the arrow for three years. Really? Just turkey hunting one year, walked through there, and I was like, the heck is that? <laughs> you didn't even it recognize was, the arrow probably? It was like it a was, whole different... Well, the broadhead was sticking up. And I was like, it just like, the sun hit it just right, and I was, it just caught my eye. And I was like, what the heck is that? I walked over there, and three-blade rage, just wide open still. Picked it up, and I was like, huh, that's my arrow from like five years ago, <laughs> six years ago. And I was like, what the heck? That's crazy. Unscrewed it, put the broadhead in my pocket, put the arrow in my vest, and here somewhere. I don't. Know, I think it's one of those pink veins. Wow. Yeah, that was several several years ago. Because Easton is bought out now. Easton doesn't even make arrows anymore. Hmm. Someone else, but yeah, it was one of those pink veins. So that's I shot those when I was ten years old. Really? Yeah. I don't know why I still have them because <laughs> that's about to ask. super small draw length, <laughs> but uh, yeah, saving for that your was, daughters like they're they're pink and stuff. That's right. Well, it, it was it was real big because me and Dad was into this huge Ted Nugent kick, so we were like, "Oh man, he shoots those zebra arrows." Yeah. So, oh man, let's get some zebra <laughs> zebra blazers. So, first buck was with uh, the zebra. Pink zebra blazers. Nice. Flew good and all that stuff. But, yeah, like five, six years later, I finally found that arrow just because the broadhead, for some reason, the broadhead was sticking up. And so I mean, that deer was 20 yards from me, 22 yards. And, I mean, I watched the arrow, the Luminoc blow right through him, stick in the ground. He took off running. He ran off, and I looked down. There's the Luminoc. I climbed down, and there's no arrow. Hmm. I was like. Well, the, the knock came out is what you're saying? No, it was. Yes. It blew right through him completely, and it stuck in the ground. So when he ran off, it was just before dark. He ran off, and I'm sitting there watching through a little pair of little, you know, two-inch long binocs and just little AB things. I seen him go down, look back down, see the Luminoc stick straight out of that, 
straight out of the ground. Look back up at the deer. Look back down. I don't see no arrow. I don't see anything. Call dad, all that stuff. I'm like, hey, just shot a deer. Need your help. Skip school again. I think I was like a, a sophomore or something like that. So, yeah. Couldn't find the arrow? Couldn't find the arrow. That's so crazy. And me and dad was walking all over that place. And I was like, dude, it was right here. Just 10 foot circle. It's like, it's sticking out of the ground. Trust me, I've seen it. Couldn't find an arrow until five, six years later. Finally was it seen in it. that same area right there? Yeah, it was like two feet from where it was. But the broadhead was sticking straight up this time. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it was. Uh, I've never crazy. bow hunted that ridge again. <laughs> I've bow hunted off the mountains, and I've killed several deer off those off those mountains. But that one ridge right there, I've never hunted it. And every time I turkey hunt it, I get busted. Hmm. I never, I've never shot a long beard right there. But now, literally ten feet past that point, mm-hmm. up on the flat, I've shot twelve turkeys. Right there. But once I get into that bubble, mm-hmm. there's a reason. Nothing. So I don't, I don't hunt it. I don't. I kind of once I walk up on that ridge, and I get to that kind of that ten, twelve foot, maybe fifteen foot radius, mm-hmm. I just skirt it. It's bad juju, man. <laughs> <laughs> I I ain't getting up in that one. Nope. That's weird. So, nope. and it's it's crazy too, because like as as hunters, you always you always remember. Like our last podcast, you always remember your first deer. You always remember your biggest buck. Mm. And you always remember the best hunt. I mean, obviously, yeah. your first deer or the biggest buck is your best hunt. But there's always that one hunt in there that is always like the best hunt ever. And you'll never you'll never forget those hunts. Yeah. Well, especially if you have them on film. You know, like that's just I'm, – I'm such a big sucker and advocate for it. It's just so – it's fun. It's challenging, and then, man, you get to see it the rest of your life or something. You know, yeah, I, I I started my whole, you know, page and everything. Just really, the main thing was like for my kids. Uh, you know, and it's, it's yeah. sounds sappy, but it's like my dad was a big hunter and everything, and I would give so much to see some of the, the uh, stories he would tell me. <laughs> yeah, which I mean, th- they basically didn't have the technology. But I mean, there was cameras, but just they're they're. You, you couldn't do it very easily back then. Yeah. But, I mean, it's so easy now to do it. You can film the whole thing with your iPhone it's, now. What's well, yeah. me and Joey was talking about. He's like, man, the interviews Yeah. on these phones yeah. are perfect. Yep. The it's audio like, is actually really good. It's almost too bassy. I'll have to, like, turn it the is. bass down a little bit <laughs> in the yeah. editing. It is really good. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, I... I I don't know. It's just, I I enjoy doing it. I, it's kind of cool to show people. You know, I'm not doing it for the fame of it. Really yeah. Nothing. But it's. Uh, I just think it'd be cool. You know, ten twenty years from now, I look back and, you know, when they were kids and. You know, show them some videos of that. But that's kind of. Like Ava Grace now. Showing her videos of what we're doing now. Like we're going just out to the farm. And not shooting the biggest deer, because, I mean, I'm not raising raising my kids. And there's a lot of people out there that's not raising their kids to just absolutely shoot the monsters, because, mm-hmm. I mean, monsters don't, they come, what, one every hundred? Yeah. yeah. Just fill your freezer. If it gets you excited. I mean, if I didn't, 
if I didn't know that there was a bigger deer on the farm other than that five point, I'd have killed that five point that morning. Yeah. I mean, just stone cold Steve Austin, that dude right there. But I was like, I know there's bigger, I know there's bigger deer on this property. I'm surrounded by subdivisions, and we're the only place right here that has food, water, and cover. I was like, there's got to be something around here, and there there is. So I'm kind of holding out. So hopefully tomorrow evening, every evening he steps mm-hmm. out of that corn, six p.m. And where he's stepping out, I'm thirty yards from. And I've finally narrowed it down after three sits three sits and three afternoon right after work just right out there and just watch him mm-hmm. he steps out the same spot every time tomorrow he's probably not going to do that but you never know <laughs> you never know and if he does according to the wind it would be it would be good yeah but God knows what he's doing if he's going to be like, you know what? I'm going to give him this deer real quick. Probably not. He likes to test my patience. <laughs> <laughs> he knows what he's doing. Oh, yeah. But you it's, uh, it. it is fun trying to figure out these creatures and stuff like that. Yeah, man. That's, uh, whew. it's about time, ain't it? Yeah. Uh, I guess so. I yeah. feel free to. You plug your YouTube channel again before, oh yeah, yeah. before we sign off. Yeah, Appreciate it, yeah. Give uh, all your social medias. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, just Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, uh, under Aim First Actions. I've got 26 videos, I think, um, on there. And, I mean, they're basically all, you know, hunting or outdoor stuff. There's, you know, a few other things, but they're, there's all that and. uh yeah, I'm looking forward to some collabs of, you know, of brands and stuff, and that'd be a lot of fun. I got a friend of mine, he just moved to uh, Panama City, and uh, he and I did some hunting together, and he uh, he kind of started out more fishing and stuff, but he just does it, you know, a little bit of everything, and... Uh, Anyways, it was just really fun to do, you know, kind of collaborations with different, yeah, you know, people, pe- not just people, but like even their content page and how they're, yeah, you know, doing just, just different, doing different their documenting. Vibes. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we could have some fun, <laughs> you know. Oh, I know I, you'll be in baby season this come, you know, coming up, but man, I'd love to do something cool. Just another day. <laughs> so I live in the doghouse. I got a, I've got a customized doghouse. It's just it's perfect. It's it's the perfect suite. <laughs> gets kind of cold in the winter. Yeah, I guess it is really well, cold. You in the get winter. back in at some point, <laughs> yeah, apparently. Yeah, yeah. But but yeah, I on you, man. I'd love to. Yeah, we'll either either down in the great state of Georgia up here in the Volunteer State. Yeah, we'll we'll do something. Whether it's he said, bow fishing, something turkey season, deer season, whatever. I mean, deer seasons. It's open everywhere now, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So I may get froggy and just buy a Georgia license and let you know. Yeah. There's a lot of good public, like North Georgia public stuff. 
I gotta figure um, out what that public was. I mean, obviously, I'm not gonna say it on this podcast, but what? I'll let you know through text what it was. Oh, that yeah, About, yeah. Because I mean, it was. It looked great, but yeah. I just really didn't feel like going up and down three thousand feet every morning. Hmm. Yeah, but yeah, there's a lot of load. yeah, there's a lot of good public public land and you know, meet yeah. Probably will be like two two and a half hours for you or something like, um, and meet up for like a good weekend and camp out and absolutely hunt and film and I'll leave about do that. Monday night, stay until Sunday night. <laughs> <laughs> now I may leave on like a Wednesday night at midnight. Yeah. Get down there Thursday, just a couple hours of sleep, rock and roll Thursday, go scout. Hunt Thursday evening, hunt Friday, hunt Saturday, and Sunday morning, come back home Sunday night. There you so go. We can make something work. Ain't no big deal. We can always meet in the middle. Oh, yeah. Let all the families hang out, and us guys will just go be hunters. Let the women be gatherers. <laughs> wow. <laughs> they must have a chink in their armor. It's 2022 Joey. now, okay? Hey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. everyone, thank you for listening to this episode. We're probably going to cut this one in half. So, And thanks for joining us. Yeah, yeah. man. I, hey, I appreciate the invite. Yeah. I really do. Thank you. Yeah. I think I think it's just meant to be. Yeah, That's I think fun. so too. Uh, we'll do some Zoom I, in the future and yeah. stuff like that. And can, yep. you do, can you do three way? In what Zoom? Oh yeah. <laughs> it is twenty twenty two. Yeah. Oh man. No, man. All appreciate right. it, dude. Thanks, everyone. Uh-huh. See you, boys. Furbies. <laughs>